Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Oh, yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another Lion's Den with Seth. This is the best place to be, no matter where you at, right? We want to welcome everybody, everybody. What's going on? Hashtag Aries up in the building. That's how we living, you understand? That's how we living. This is this this is our time, okay? Last year was out of line, but we're going to do everything that we didn't do then, cover up washing our hands and getting it together, right? So what's going on, everybody? Make sure y'all sharing this, sharing this. Let us know where you're at and let us know that you are watching the Lions Den. This is the dopest spot to be right now. Listen, if you're just tuning in, first time tuning in, make sure you go to the uh, streamyard.com forward slash Facebook so you can get permissions, but then go to the Lions Den so you can chat in, you dig, so you can be a part of this conversation. But of course, I couldn't do this without the squad, What's going on, Larry? How you feeling, bro? Uh oh, look, it's, it's can, right can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. How all you? right, all right. I'm good. I, I can't complain, man. It's a good Sunday. Happy belated birthday to my fellow Aries, and happy birthday to all the Aries, man. It's our time. Let's enjoy it. Yes, 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 yes. It is. Big Herm, what's going on, bro? Hey, happy happy belated birthday to you. Happy birthday to my daughter. Yes. Well, I just realized she's Aries today. And <laughs> she turned I didn't think you was gonna say that, bro. It, man, it I, I thought she crazy. was a tourist, man. I didn't know that it was it's airy season right now, man. It's crazy. You know, they just happy to be here. You know, ready for this show. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. We do. We, we do. Yes, we do. Hey, and as a matter of fact, everybody, before we get into it, we um on the Saturday check. If y'all haven't checked it out, make sure you go to uh the Roku and Amazon Fire download. Download Lions Pride Network so you can watch Sanity Check, more of this, the, the Jermaine show, So Energy, and all of us, even the Lions. Hold on. I'm going to hold tight on that. I ain't going to put too much out there. But it's because of you that we are able to do what we do for other individuals, right? And so we do the in front of the mic incentives quarterly. And, of course, we're doing it again with the village okay if y'all don't know anything about the village this nonprofit organization in st louis where the, uh, is, is men that mentor young men and just to help them to to be uh functioning citizens learn how to uh, connect with individuals and learn how to communicate and i mean just just really really solid solid individuals right. so but what they're doing this time is they are collecting donations for the uh board games okay board games because there's some kids that still aren't going to school and they're around their family so they want to do something to you know keep their minds occupied and if you do have the notion to donate what we're doing is we're collecting the funds for the rest of this month until the end of may okay for the village to get board games all types of board games so i mean like i said before we're going to teach these kids what spades is like for real it's not <laughs> oh no look we're we gonna get them right you understand but we need y'all help if there if you want to give you can give uh if not there's no problem you know but if you do want to give we will greatly greatly appreciate. it goes a long way 
Yes, 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 it is. It does, man. So, but yes, so that's what we're doing, y'all. So again, it's Lion Cast, Lions Cast. All right. Make sure you put in in the village. If not, Herm go do something out of line with that money. Okay. And I, <laughs> I want to be held responsible for what this food does. But anyway, look, y'all. So before we bring in our, our guests, uh, our guest host. The reason why we have these roundtable talks is because this is what the Lions Den is. We have conversations like this all the time. But this time, we want to make sure we show you, the viewers and our fans, how, you know, even though the world turns and all this other crazy mess goes on, we actually do talk about it, right? As men, as fathers, husbands, sons, uncles, and even wives. With that being said, and girlfriends and sisters, we have Miss Crystal in. <laughs> Yo, let's check it out. She come here. Hey, how are you doing, Seth and Herm and Larry? I am so excited to be with my brothers in the den. I'm just super excited uh, to be a part. You know, I've been watching y'all for a long time and to get the opportunity to come in, chop it up, give Herm a hard time. I mean, how many of us have been waiting, you know what I mean, to give to give Herm a hard time, you know? So, <laughs> so we definitely go back. Um, I'm going to take a, a, a quick second to, to do a plug. I am one of the three co-hosts of the Lioness's Lair. Shout out to... Um, my sis, my sister, my other two co-host sisters, um, Camille and Carrie, we're going to be bringing the heat on the 15th of April. Lioness's Lair, search us on Facebook um, and join. This is going to be an opportunity, an amazing opportunity. We're going to talk about issues impacting women um, all over. And you don't have to be a woman, uh, a woman, excuse me, to, to be a part of it. Um, we need lions, just like, you know, lionesses. So definitely come join, check us out. Uh, so excited for the future. So thank you for having me, fellas. I appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt. Yo, 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 ready for that? Yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo hey, she's gonna come in snapping like that? <laughs> you know it's gonna be good. Oh, you know it's gonna be, it's gonna be a trip. But listen, y'all. So look, let's get into it. And we got an awesome show. Shout out to everybody that's watching right now. But uh, y'all, look, this week, even this month, even though there's a lot of celebration going on, there is some some things that are, are pretty sombering, right? So we're gonna take a second to um, uh, just a moment of silence for the late great X. All right, right on. So listen, y'all, anybody that's watching right now, look, put in the chat, what was your favorite, favorite DMX song? Y'all, man, you know what? I, Me personally, I have so many, but I came across one that, um, man, that the first Damien, the first Damien on the, fir the first album when he's going back and forth and talking about, you know what I mean? It's like he's talking to the devil or whatever. It's just, just super dope, man, super dope for me. Herm, what you got? What you think? So for, for me, man, his whole album spoke volumes, but there was the Rough Riders anthem, man. The reason why, I mean, that's such a cliche answer to everybody. But for me, that's what got me through my morning PT runs when I was in basic. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always a group of us, you know what I'm saying, that sang that the whole time we was doing that last trainee up run. Mm -hmm. We sang that the whole time we, we, we uh, did that run. You know what I mean? So it gave us the energy, gave us what we needed 
to get through that, man. And it always stuck. Every time I think about basic in tech school, I always think about Rough Rides, DMX, Eve, Drag On, all them cats, because that's all I listened to the whole time I was there. Okay. All right. Crystal. So I'm going to tell you, um, DMX got me through a lot. He was a poet. Um, Nas said that, you know, he was one of God's poets. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, for me, um, Who We Be um, is a song for me that uh, I listened to and never really stopped listening to. And the reason why that was my song from him was because he was just spitting fire on issues and things that were going on. And you know what? It was applicable when the album dropped and it's still applicable today. So just the words he was saying and the energy behind his words were just amazing. So who we be is mine. It is. Larry, what do you say? What you got? Hey man, I, I agree with all of those. All those songs are are, are top notch. That my favorite album was, and then there was X. I mean, I could play that from start to finish, going to work out, and you couldn't tell me nothing. The song that I that always resonate with me is Slipping, and Slipping. the reason being is that song and the video. You know, it's back when videos was big too, right? The man puts his life in a song, and I mean, from start to finish, you felt his pain. Like I couldn't, you couldn't tell me. That wasn't his life. You couldn't tell me that that's not what a lot of other people are going with or dealing with, you know, just overcoming hard times and still getting back on his feet and remembering those that helped him through the hard times and not just when he's up, you know, right. Hollywood star. So that song is always my, my, that's like my go-to song whenever I'm feeling down. Absolutely. Yo, yo, it's like with DMX, man, you never had a conversation where somebody said, hey, man, I think he's whack. Yeah. I never heard anybody say, it's like Scarface. I never heard anybody say that. He might not be everybody's favorite rapper, favorite, right. but everybody, everybody respected him in his music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is why, I mean, we all seen his life like crumble before our own eyes. You know what I mean? He's one of those people that we watched had highs and lows. People saw him during the verses and was thinking, man, you know, he like he's coming around. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then this happens. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's pretty sad that this happened, but. It is. It is. But you know what? I can tell you one thing, man. I'm glad that we were all able, the world was able to benefit and to hear someone so authentic, bro. Mm -hmm. You dig what I mean? So authentic. So it, it is most definitely going to be a void in, in hip hop. So yeah, shout out to his family and the rest of his fans, right? Hey, and I just want to throw in one more dart in that, is that we have to figure out as far as hip hop goes and probably R&B too, we need to figure out a way to honor our folks while they're alive and not when they pass away. Like, I don't know how we go about doing that. I know somebody was talking about that. One of the celebrities was talking about, oh, Master P had a video. He was talking about it. He we need talking. to figure out a way to honor these guys while they're living and not when they're dead. You know what, man? I really do think that when it comes down to hip hop, it's not necessarily about the culture now. It's about the individuals, what they're doing for the culture. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it, hip hop is over 40 years old. But right. now you got hip hop, then you got hip hop. You dig? So not everybody can be categorized in the same, you know, in the same bucket. Like you got some folks out there, some little, little whatevers. They ain't really doing nothing. Like you, like you can turn up to them, you dig? But you really can't connect. You see? So I think personally, it's what they're contributing to. Yeah, the I, mean, I, I, I agree. I also feel as though now with the social media forum, we're not just seeing a person's art. Like if you look way back in the day, you just saw the music. 
Yeah. Think about Elvis and other performers. You just saw the music. You didn't see the things in the background. Mm -hmm. um, celebrities' lives are so open that we begin to judge and classify who they are as artists due to their personal life. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I think that delays us honoring them. That's right. I mean, when we talk about, because yeah, I know what Pete's talking about, man. And it, the thing is, like, say, say if Pete passed away, right? Unless P is doing something right now that, you know, puts him in the forefront, we're not going to keep just continue every day thinking about P as much as I love P. You know what I mean? If P passed away, it's going to be hurtful. You know, I'm, I know I've criticized him before, but if he passed away, it's going to be something that's hurtful because that relates to a lot of stuff from my childhood. Right. But, man, we move on. You know what I mean? I'm not thinking about P every single day. You know what I mean? So it, it'd be hard to see. We're talking about honoring him. It's like, what do you do? Uh, you know, because unless he's making about it, about it, 2022, I don't know what he's doing. You know what right. I mean? Right. And and it's sometimes it's like that. It's sometimes like that. But yeah. But uh, so speaking of moving it on, um, there are some things that's been going on in, in the media. And thank God, too. Right. For that. So, y'all, let, let's have a quick conversation about uh, about this gentleman. Okay, wow. ladies and so this is a black officer. He was pepper sprayed in a traffic stop, right? And he's accused officers of assaulting. Uh, second Lieutenant uh, Colonel, I think his name, Colonel uh, Nazario, right? Come on, come on. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right, Karan, right. And uh, it, while he was in uniform, and you know, he was in Virginia, he's in VA, all right? And so it's just, yo, it happened, right? Broad, and I wouldn't say broad daylight, but you see this now. Uh, all right, Krista, what you got? All right. So I watched the video. I reposted the video. There's a way to separate a little bit of the facts between the emotion. He was stopped. Um, it was in an area that was known for violence. It was dark. And he was getting to a more well-lit area, um, probably because he was afraid. Um, this is just my thoughts. And he didn't accelerate. And as soon as he was told to do, you know, as soon as, you know, he stopped the car and they gave instructions, he was doing everything, all the instructions, but there were some conflicting. If you haven't watched the video, I definitely recommend you watch the video. There was one of the officers that seemed very aggressive. Um, I know there was something about uh, riding the lightning um, that was that was stated because he said he was scared. So you got a grown individual male, you know, it doesn't matter if it, you know, it's a man or woman who's saying that he's afraid. And instead of de-escalating the situation, uniform or not, even though I do believe, you know, the uniform should have maybe had the officers feel like they might be able to de-escalate a little bit. Um, the officer was just very aggressive um, in my, from what I've seen. So this is just my opinion on it. Hmm. There was nothing different that I would have done from what he did. I felt as though he was obeying commands. He was speaking out loud to say the things that he was scared about. And while one officer was trying to be kind, the other one was trying or trying to be understanding. The other one was just aggressive and to me, exacerbating the situation. So um, yeah, that's what I got. That's a good one. Herm, what you think, bro? So echoing everything Crystal just said, what I think is, you know, you had one officer that was looking to hurt somebody and let his anger overcome him, you know what I'm saying, and made him unable to do his job. You know what I'm saying? He 
that officer reacted purely out of emotion, screamed the whole time. You know, like Crystal said, he said, you're about to ride the lightning. The, the, the army officer, the army officer, uh, Lieutenant Nazario, had his hands out the window the whole time to show he wasn't a threat. They tell him, put his hands out the window, get out of the car, put your hands out the window so I can see it. You know what I'm saying? You're going back and forth with commands. You know what I'm saying? The, the guy had his seatbelt on. Imagine if he would have tried to take his seatbelt yeah. off with his hands outside of him. All that stuff would have been going through my mind because as soon as the cops came out of the uh, vehicle, they had weapons drawn immediately and was screaming. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm thinking any move that I make could be my last move. You know what I mean? So they pepper sprayed him. You know what I'm saying? Asked him if he was a specialist or corporal, if that made a difference. You know what I'm saying? And then wanted, he wanted to put him on the ground so bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could have talked to him while he, they got him out the vehicle for whatever reason they wanted him out the vehicle. He came out the vehicle, pepper spray all in his face. But they need. He made it a point to put him on the ground. He wanted him on the ground so bad. Mm -hmm. What was the end result, Larry? Man, Larry, what was the end result of all of that? You know what I'm saying? What What did they do after this traffic stop? Do Do you remember? After the traffic stop, when they found out that he wasn't a threat, they let him go. What after all of that? They pepper sprayed the man in the face, threatened him. You know what I'm saying? Punched him up a little bit, gave him a lecture about how this could have all been avoided, and just let him go. And you want to know what's up, else, Herm? The um, individuals, uh, the captain, please. Uh, the, the captain said, "We don't want to hurt your career." And I was in the mil, and I was in the military before, yeah. so we're gonna let you go. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, it's crazy. But look, shout out, shout out to Will, and I agree with what he's saying. He was like, in all honesty, it appears uh, that they were uh, really trying to kill this brother. Put your hands out the window while telling him to get out the car and unbuckle his seatbelt. Exactly. To your point, her. And so, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely um, sickening. It's sickening, and and so. Shout out to everybody that's watching and have served and that who have haven't served. But this just goes to realize, right, seriously, in, in HD, if you will, that a uniform does not protect you from hatred. A uniform does not protect you from, you know, brutality or just prejudice. It don't. There is a power struggle going on in our society. And it's unfortunate there's times when we're on the back end of it you dig I, I i don't know i don't know man i don't know it, it 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 sucks though it sucks but so this is the deal what do you tell your child if they want to serve right let's say you tell your your child uh let's say they're serving and they work uh nights you dig let's say they work nights and and, and they're getting ready to uh you know uh come in through the you know, uh, you know, coming after work and, you know, you want to talk to them like, yo, well, I know you coming from work, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're still black. I want y'all to keep that. Keep that in mind real quick before we take a, a little moment for a pause for the cause. Y'all think about it. How would you communicate this to your children? OK, how would you communicate this to your child or your loved one? All right. That you being in the military does not um, protect you from hate. We'll be right back. As a financial literacy coach and credit repair specialist, Tracy Brown teaches people the importance of personal finance and help them identify and dispute negative items in their credit reports. Her services allow individuals to leverage the Fair Credit Report Act to improve their overall credit score and credit history to position themselves for home ownership, lower interest rates, entrepreneurship, and general wealth. 
Give Tracy Brown a call at 618-560-3687. One more time, 618-560-3687. All right, y'all, welcome back. Hey, so Larry, what you think about that? Let's say your son wants to come into the military, you dig, and we have this going on. And honestly, I thought that prior to this, there was some level of protection. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you will feel safe. It's almost like uniforms, two different uniforms got a, you know, a common, you, you get what I mean? It's like a common acceptance or, or a common um, appreciation. How would you talk to your son about that? Man, talking to him about being in uniform and being out of uniform, Honestly, I, w- I would I would tell them to conduct themselves accordingly, meaning don't give them an excuse, irregardless of whether you're in uniform or you're in your regular civilian clothes, because we've had these discussions in other engagements, you know, whether it's military forms or talks about what's going on in the current climate that, you know, there's a different life for us in uniform and out- outside of uniform. You're treated differently. If I walk in Walmart in uniform, everybody's greeting me, thanking me for my service. But if I walk in there with a T-shirt and some sweatpants on, uh, unless there's something on me that says I'm in the military, you know, nobody's really acknowledging any of that uh, unless they're genuinely, Hey, how you doing? You know, you know, the, the cultural stuff. So the one thing I want to make sure that we emphasize is whether you're in uniform or not. I mean, there's a certain decency that comes with humanity. Like I don't care if you're in uniform, the uniform shouldn't be the only protection you get from everyday. Yeah, no, you're right. And then, hey, they they supposed to be protecting us. Now, well, hey, what you think, though, Herm? You made so, a good point. Yeah, so you said that um, the uniform doesn't protect us. Drive ah. to the store, driving your vehicle, walking. No, go ahead. I think I think the uniform did protect them. I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. The mannerism of that cop that night, if he would have been a dreadhead young kid with some gold teeth in his mouth, you know what I'm saying, that wasn't no criminal or anything, I think he probably would have lost his life that night. You know what I'm saying? I think the uniform afforded him at least that kind of protection to where he didn't get killed. I think that cop had violence on his mind. He woke up and chose violence that day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the way he handled himself, you know what I'm saying? He couldn't wait to inflict harm on somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he went that far with somebody in uniform. You know what I mean? I could only imagine how far he would have went with somebody that just came off a of basketball basketball practice mm. or just going to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? So I do think the uniform did give him some protection. No, that's a good point. Now look, Crystal, do you feel the same or do you feel more confident or less confident? Like while you are senior and CEO in the, in, in the United States air force, do you feel like, Hey, uh, I, I, I earn a certain right. You get what I'm saying? While I'm wearing this uniform, how do you feel? You know, that's actually a really good question. I have to echo the sentiments of my of my two brothers here. Like, I, I agree with both of their points, but I'll I will say for me, I I am um a black woman and I feel as though whether I'm in uniform or not in uniform, if individuals are prejudiced, they're biased, that's all that they see. Mm-hmm. There are certain times uh, when I walk in stores in uniform, I'm treated one way. And outside of that, I'm treated enough. I've, I've done that. I've walked into the same stores and got followed around. And I'm in and I'm like, hey, you just thank for my service and asking if I wanted, you know, 
to buy a necklace. Now you're looking like I'm going to take the necklace. What I think it's important for um, is individuals to like, and I'm going to go, you know, back. I feel as though for, for us in uniform, it's important for us to show our reality in and outside of uniform, outside of the, the base to let them know what our reality can be. Because whether you're in the military or whatever, wherever you work at, whatever corporation, your leadership should know the struggles that you face because it could impact the job that you do. So for me, I'll just kind of to answer that first question, it's important for us to know our rights, know that there's a number that you can call. Um, if you have the police behind you, to say, I need, this is a situation, you can you can call. Um, so there's other things, it's just really making sure, I'm not saying that this Lieutenant, you know, it's his fault because he didn't do that, but we just have to know what we can do when we're in situations. And that's what I tell my kids, mm -hmm. know what situations you're in and know what your avenues are. Um, I'm just happy that this Lieutenant made it out with his life, like Herm great said. Great point, great point. And, and you know what, it, 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 hate, it hurts me to know that sometimes you can do everything right and it don't matter. You get what I'm saying? And it don't matter. But the fact that he did and tried, it he still moved on and was able to live, right? So no, shout out, shout out to him and shout out to everyone else that actually has this conversation and have this conversation with not just your coworkers, friends, but also your children. So Tamika said, facts sis, uh, how are you thanking me for my service today and follow me around the store like I'm going to steal something tomorrow? Yo, I mean, it's, it's, it's the truth, it's the truth. And I mean, listen, picture this, I mean, Yo, I'm still kind of wet from just getting out the military and I can feel the difference, right? Like, yeah. oh, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you, you, yeah. feel, it's like, they don't care. Like, oh, well, you used to serve, so what? You did, look look who you are now. What you so, doing, her? Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's different. It's different when you don't have that uniform to throw back on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it, like Crystal was saying, man, it's entire, it's night and day difference to how you're, how you're uh, treated and how you're reacted to. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm the man now, but you just another N word now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, people in the military, man, we can't forget that. Or even other professions that require you to wear a uniform. Like, like Crystal said, man, let your leadership know what it's like when you're not wearing that uniform. You know what I mean? Because when you're not wearing that uniform, you just like everybody else, you know what I mean? Just like everybody else. Go ahead, Crystal. So um, I, a lot of great discussion, bros. I'm gonna say that, you know, I, I some people might feel as though like leadership or people may not be concerned. I don't necessarily like generalizations because I'm looking at everybody on the screen that has been a leader. And um, I feel as though some leadership cares and some don't care. But it's important to, even if they don't care, there's probably somebody around them, over them, that does care. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you can't find that, in the words of the great Pusha T, I made a lane when they block mine. So if the people that are in front of me don't care, I'm gonna go around them and I'm a, and I'm a, and someone's gonna care. So we can't just say like, we, we, can't, we can't stop there and say, that's it. You know, because then it's like we're just giving up. So find somebody that does care and push forward with that. I just wanted to say that. No. Okay, DJ. 
got it in real quick. You dig? Hey, but look, uh, so yo, y'all, look, we, we getting it in, we getting it in, and we got some more, more topics. Go, hey, you have something, Larry? Yeah, I was just gonna add on to that when you're having these discussion, and this is speaking on the military side of the house, obviously. It's important for all of us through all our ranks from the minorities prospect uh aspect is or you know, non-minority, whoever, when you encounter these incidents that you speak on it, because a lot of times they have these forms and nobody wants to talk. Everybody don't want to really put it out there. But if you don't put it out there when you're given the form to do so, then you're in hindering it. You're not you're enabling it to be communicated properly. So you just gotta be able to have those open conversations and put it out there. Hey, this is what I've experienced in and out of uniform. And, and and more realistic and up in their face. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It is important, and you know what helps the lions then right yeah, on be listening because check us out. We're talking about the things that your organization may not know how to even articulate, but you can say, "Hey, check this on out." What'd you think about this? Watch mm-hmm. it. And listen to them because it's important though and not just us it's other it's other ways and other means that we can create the space to have these conversations but they're needed you dig because we have great leaders and great people dying and hurting while still serving because of the things that's going on and as a matter of fact we're going to touch on something else that's hurting other individuals right and we have to be cognizant that if one individual is feeling away we're all feeling the way you dig so we need to be um be uh use that empathy when that uh comes around so look ladies and gentlemen if you haven't done so already make sure you share this sharing is caring don't be a hater right it only take two seconds you know what i'm talking about walk around knowing that we own and you ain't sharing this don't be don't be funny style yo will right. where you at man you should have been on today uh, hey, look! <laughs> playing, look! Hey, hey, he got enough. He got enough bandwidth to yeah, talk. He, he got it. <laughs> hey, but look, y'all, we'll be right back. All right, y'all, stay tuned to the Lions Den Roundtable. Be right back. Monique Slater is a top negotiating, award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building general wealth through home ownership, while providing exponential service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get anyone into a home and has sold homes in less than six hours. After servicing the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And if you're in San Antonio or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Give Monique a call at 210-237-7268. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Seth with the Lion's Den. Are you or someone you know looking for a tool to help them be more accountable? Check out the Black Collar Mindset, the art of strategic thinking. It's a manual to help maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable every step of the way. Go to theblackcollarmindset.com to grab your copy today. Again, the website is theblackcollarmindset.com. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Let's get it together. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. 
located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. Yo, yo, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Lion's Den. If you didn't know, now you know we have the infamous Crystal in the building, y'all. She's up in here. <laughs> oh, my goodness, all this snapping. What's going on, bro? Hey, hey I, I used to I used to it. I, I know, me neither. <laughs> yo, like, like you know, it's normally we, we dug out. You know, we got different energy now. You yes, know? diversity is the spice of life, bro. So, <laughs> a little bit of diversity in there. No, no, you're right. You're right. But no, thank you for being on. Thank you for being on, ladies and gentlemen. So we're here. We're having a great time, right? Real good discussion. We, this is our roundtable talk, right? And uh, we're talking about the things that's going on in life and and how real it is. And and, and but what can we do about it? Because like we could talk about this shit until we blow in. The face but what do you do about it how do you conduct yourself after that so the next topic the next topic as far as things that's affecting individuals in the world is brutality okay the hate against asians and not just because of happenstance big herm what do you think about this bro like, first thing, like, how does it feel like seriously. First, I think first, first, first thing I want to address is I don't think you can get blue in the face. You get that. the first thing I want to address. I want to throw that out there <laughs> real quick because you, I don't know. Hey, see, you see how you do? You see, <laughs> so, so stop. That's okay. So, so stop paging hate, man. Uh, unfortunately, this is something that has been going on. For a long time, it, it's just only getting limelight recently. You know what I'm saying? If people knew anything about Asian culture, is that what the people that are being attacked mostly is old Asian women, right? And old Asian women, it, they're not going to call the police. You know what I'm saying? Then what, what's going to happen is when you attack these ladies, they want to get home, get safe quick. You know what I'm saying? And hope this embarrassment goes away. Because they're embarrassed that it happened. You know what I mean? They don't want the limelight. They don't want, you know what I'm saying, to talk to the police about it. They want to get past it as soon as possible. So these numbers that we hear in Crystal, uh, when we get to Crystal, Crystal got the numbers. It's not, it, it's more than what you think. You know what I'm saying? And now we, we're seeing videos of, of Asian women getting kicked on the side of the street and just brutally attacked for no reason. Well, I mean, the reason stems from, you know, the coronavirus stuff and all that other Kung flu talk. But then it it, it comes with a lot more. I, I don't really know what's really, you know, driving this, these attacks, you know what I'm saying, that to come more to the limelight. I'm just saying that it's not nothing new. Mm, go ahead, Chris. So this... Uh... This disgusts me. I sometimes I wish, like you know, I didn't watch some of the videos, but I'm I make myself watch it because sometimes we need to see the ugly reality. And so, um, when I saw the videos of the elderly women that were getting beat and hurt 
and people watching, like my stomach turned. I thought about my elders in my life that I hold dear. And I don't care what your color is. You see an elderly person that is getting attacked and you're watching. Now, in, in certain situations, people stood up. But in other situations, like at the hotel where they ended up firing the individuals that, that worked, the couple individuals that worked there, the Asian lady tried to open the door and they locked the door as this guy who was on pro, who was on parole or probation for, I wanted like for hurting his mom. Um, they watched this happen. And when I saw him stump her, like I wanted, I, it was, it was just disgusting. 3,800 in the last year or so, there have been 38 anti-Asian attacks, mostly on women. And it has to stop. A hurt, I don't, I don't care what your race is. If you're if a race or this is out there being targeted and it doesn't make everybody disgusted, then you need to check your pulse. So that's what you I know, have to say. And I'm, I'm going to pass it to you, Larry. Man, so what, what do you think about this? I personally think that um, even though brutality against people have been going on, I just think that it's heightened, but I believe it's a weapon of mass distraction. You understand? I really do believe that. Like, I don't see us as far as African-Americans saying, okay, cool. Now let's find like, who's going to be the next little, you know, Asian lady. We go go and just, you get what I'm saying? Because they holding us down. Like you get what I'm saying? I really do feel as though there is an incentive for something to happen. So the, so individuals, so America can see a certain narrative, not exactly sure why, but it just, a lot of this seems staged. what you think about that? Larry? <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I I don't want to say I agree and disagree because I'm kind of on the fence. I don't really know. I'm just not spun up and educated to really know. Uh, you know, it, it, I agree with the whole possible uh, mass distraction piece. Because to me, I'm going to be honest, I'm just now seeing the trend of this brutality. You know, as far as the videos are coming, I can't, I don't know how far back this goes. And, and it's unfortunate because I'm for all human rights. But you know, me and Herm had this discussion when it first happened. I think when the videos really started becoming popular, he made a post about it and I put it in there. I was like, just from my observations, and this is my personal observations, from what I've seen and some of the things that I've read, most people or some most some people feel as though, you know, Asians work in our communities, provide a service, but they don't provide support when there's things going on in the community. So I'm not saying that that's an excuse for brutality. I'm just saying now that it's coming to the forefront that they're getting attacked for whatever the reasons are, Corona, I don't know what it is. Um, it's unfortunate and I don't understand it. I don't really can wrap my hand around why this is a trend, but it's definitely some sort of, it feels like it's some sort of distraction uh, or some hidden agenda that we're just not aware of. And, and if you think about it, to your point, to, I guess the other individuals feel as though, well, they're in the community, blah, blah, blah. They should do this. They should do this. And so I look at us as far as individuals, what are we doing? Like, mm -hmm. are we really business owners or are we just business consumers? Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're just applying a damn need. You get what I'm saying? I bet you I can't make no, no egg rolls. I'm going to go somewhere and get some. Just, you know, just being honest about it. But when you have individuals that's upset about that in large numbers, I don't feel, right? I don't feel that it's 
individuals that said, you know what, I'm tired of them sucking money out of uh, our neighborhood just because they always open. You oh, get what I'm saying? We just had, you know, I mean, one thing we have in common is St. Louis, you know what I'm saying? And we, we just witnessed when they were doing those protests at Ben Lau and what, what was the other one? Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King Chop Suey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in the most crime-riddled neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? That was the thing that they focused their attention on. Yeah, there murders up and down that street all day long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ben Lau ain't killing nobody. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, maybe they fooled that eventually down the line. You know, they <laughs> They're not killing nobody. You know what I mean? But but you took your mask, you took your influence and everything and, and bullied them and said, you need to sweep this sidewalk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't understand that at all. Like, there's drugs and everything up and down grand, but you chose your platform. You 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 grandstanded at the Chinese chop stewie to do what? And what, what back to what Larry said, I, I get that. But the thing is, is like you, if you're a business owner, the thing that you owe is good business. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm providing you good service. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you good food. You can take home the feed to your kids. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has to shop here. You know what I'm saying? But what I want to provide to you is a means to feed your children at a pretty good price. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I never had fried rice better than St. Louis anywhere. And I'm half Asian. My whole life. You know what I mean? And so I think that's I think when they say, what do we give back to the community, man? It's like good customer service. You know what I'm saying? Because they brought the business there. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's a need because people go there. People utilize it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They could have not came there. And then what? What, what, what would be in the black neighborhoods? That's true. That's true. And, and, you know, with that being said, sometimes, sometimes the customer service is not great, but it seems as though individuals need a reason to just go and act out. How about you just stop going? You yeah. dig what I'm saying? Like, no. like, 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 stop patronizing it. Go ahead, Crystal. What you think about that? <laughs> Look. <laughs> what do you think about? I mean, because I have witnessed that before. It's like, okay. I have it? seen bad customer service in all facets. Yeah. I just left Atlanta and I had some horrible customer service with an airline there. And so bad customer service, I don't think is specific to any ethnicity. I just think some people don't know how to talk to people. And I think it just it transcends all of that. So I, I believe that um, if individuals want to bring more um, money into community, they want to diversify certain things, then go out there and open up a business, do what you need to do. Uh, don't necessarily just complain that it doesn't exist. What are you doing to, um, I know they talk, you know, I love my different hairs <laughs> and <laughs> it's, a billion, it's a billion dollar industry. If you want, go out there, do the things you need to do so I can uh, pay your bills. You know, it's just, it's just different things that you, that you, I know it's not as easy as that, but uh, versus just, you know, sometimes complaining about, well, an industry is dominated. Well, what are you doing to, to try to diversify it a little bit? Exactly. Right. In your own community, in your own community. So So I do want to challenge the distraction part, right? Yeah. So with that, like when we say stuff like that, it's, it kind of minimizes what is actually happening to the people that's getting attacked. You know what I mean? Because being staged, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because these women are really getting their ass kicked. Out there. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. No, no, no. Most definitely. Most you know definitely. Now, now, this has been happening. It's not like it's a new thing. So is 
it coming to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? If that's what you're saying, if it's coming to the forefront. Okay, so let's clarify. Yeah, Yeah, because so because what I mean is, if this has always been going on, what else has been going on more recently in the media that's now putting this in the forefront? You get what I'm saying? Because that's the part I'm saying is being staged. Because I really do believe sometimes we are just parts of a different puppet master and we're being manipulated into... Oh, absolutely. So that's the part I'm talking about, right? So no, seeing it, it, it's real. Like seeing it is real. Like we can take this and even the Black Lives Matter thing. Like, you see? But do they matter? Yes. And everybody else matters. Hey, but hey, today, you know, it is what it is. But I really do believe, ma'am, there's always a a fourth dimension behind the things that's being shown. You see? Because to your point, to everybody's point, this ain't new, you know? But so, but why is this louder now? Mm-hmm. All we have to do is take like five seconds and think like, okay, what can we put in line with this that makes this more prevalent? You see? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, with, with, with all this, man, it's it's like because <laughs> the videos that we see is for some reason black people attacking Asian folks. You what I'm saying? Now, now I would be I, I understand what happens inside the stores and the restaurants and stuff like that. I get I get the dynamics of what happens inside there. Mm-hmm. But when it happens in the randomly in the streets. I'm not understanding that, you know. Broad what I mean? Daylight, bro. Yeah, randomly on the streets, but then I didn't understand a knockout game when that came out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was a thing for a minute, where people just randomly knocking old white people out in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't know, like what what's pushing these buttons to make people kick and beat up Asian people on the street like it is now, and it's all getting caught on film and blowing up all over social media. Mm, see. Hey, well, look, Lion's Den, the pride. Y'all tell us what you think, right? What do you think about that? And as a matter of fact, Shirley says specific cultural groups get targeted more when there's an incident that in the, what, oh, incidents that the media, uh, that the media that gets them in the, oh, quote unquote, the bad guy, right? Guess them looking like a bad guy. I get it. So, so uh, like it did with the Muslims during 9 11. You get what I'm saying? I see what then, she's saying. Yeah, I get what she's trying to say. And then at the same time, there was there was a, a point when individuals that weren't Muslims were being attacked. They were what they call them sheep. Um, goodness gracious, the sheep's little Indian cats yes. with the little yeah. They they had nothing to do with it. Right, didn't have nothing to do with it. But they were being targeted. They was being pulled out of like cabs and just beat up. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, that's what I mean. It, I, I think that. It's unfortunate, man, that individuals in the world, there's more weak-minded individuals in the world that let social media and let TV tell them who to hate. Yeah. How in the hell can somebody tell you who to hate? Like, I'm about to wake up today and I'm going to be mad at a little Chinese lady. You get what I'm saying? Or a little, a little Asian lady just because... I, I, yeah. Don't even know the Asian you mad at because you ain't know the difference between any of them. No, but look like this. How about this? How about because my my friend or my my relative just passed away from the uh Chinese flu. Yeah, see you, and now I want to whoop your ass. Now you whoop somebody a Filipino. See, and Filipino, bro, Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's going on? You know what I mean? Just getting beat down for no reason. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hey, it's it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on out there, y'all. It's a lot that's going on. So, I'm Seth, real quick, I just want to say, um, I like to diversify, and I keep using the word diversity because it's really important, but I like to diversify what I watch from news. Mm-hmm. Um, look at other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Don't just look for things to support your own. Right. Um, if you're unable to see another side, doesn't mean you have to agree with it. But if you only see your view and you don't even take the opportunity to look at different uh, thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, diversity of thoughts, that's how we get individuals that get you know locked into one mindset and can become dangerous. That's look right. at different opinions. Um, a wise person once told me, like, you can be open-minded and grounded at the same time. I told so, you. No, she- <laughs> 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 so you can have your mind open, but you can still be grounded in your thoughts. And I think that's important. Absolutely. Like, yes, know who you are. Know mm-hmm. who you are, right? But still open up your aperture. And be ready to grow. You know, you have to. Because other than that, what, what are you doing? You're just getting older. So, like, how how hard is it? to listen to three different sides of the story. It's always three sides anyway. You see what I'm saying? How hard is that? How hard is it to do some research yourself? Here you go. You got a smartphone right now that got the answers, but you choose not to look for the answers because you rather uh, uh, hold on to something that's that that, that confirms your morals. Mm-hmm. You see? So we, we, need to, we, we need to really be cognizant of that. And ladies and gentlemen, those of you that's watching The Lion's Den, we challenge you to do that. Right. We challenge you to do that. Whatever's going on in the world right now, don't take it for face value. Keep in mind the television is a business. You understand? It is a business. People make money off of your thoughts because what you what you think is how you're going to move. Right. Advertisers, they want to make sure that you get the things that they want you to get, right? It's all about money, even with wars. It's money and wars. Money and everything. You know? Money and everything. You know what I'm saying? So I challenge y'all. Hey, so Larry Mello, what was what's been uh grinding your gears uh th- th- over this 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 last month? Ooh, perfect segue too, because I was just thinking about this earlier. I am in these two groups on Facebook, right? Again, going back to the social media piece. One is called Pardon My Ugly. And the other one is that cat, that Samuel, what, what's that dude name? Everybody Samuel. hates somehow I, got a, somehow I got a part of those groups, right? Yeah. And the thing I'm seeing in both these groups is that it's a black man versus a black woman. And I don't man. understand the dynamics. And I'm getting like uber up with it because some of these things are like, I don't know if they're trolling or if they just really feel this way. But it's always the theme is it's almost like black women are after men for money and men are after women with looks. And I'm like, wait, what? And that's the theme. And everything is centered around what it's almost like hatred. Like we hate our own women. Like, I don't get it, man. It's that that is grinding my gears to a whole nother level. You know what? I think and we can touch on it just a little bit just because of time since. But uh, I think that's a great, great conversation when we uh, do our battle right with the with the oh, air yeah. in, in the lion's den, because it's it's important. I think it is important. Not just I had this conversation and tell me what you think about this, too, uh, Crystal, though, as far as how we represent each other, because yeah. to your point, uh, Larry, we should not categorize any woman, nor should we be as men be categorized. 
we hold ourselves accountable as far as how we want to be seen. But Crystal, what you think about that? So I've uh, familiarized myself with some of the craziness uh, in reference to, you know, Samuel and then, you know, the other individual that I don't think we're going to necessarily get to just things in the media. I will say, yeah, (laughs) I will, I will say, I do believe that there is an effort to divide um, within the community. Um, Let me, let me be very clear. Whoever you love, you love. Whoever you love, you love. I just want to say that because it's not like, you know, if somebody chooses to date or be with somebody like, no, you love who you love. But when individuals feel as though they have to break up black men and black women or or, or put stereotypes or generalizations um, on social media, I think that is a concerted effort. I feel as though I see it all the time. Um, and it's actually very disheartening because you can't, I'm gonna tell you, there's a lot of women of all color that want that sh money. <laughs> it's not just women that are black. And it's men of all different races that want an attractive woman. So to generalize it from one to the other is it just it doesn't make any sense. This is definitely something that I want to discuss during the verses, but I feel like we have to I um we have to pull away from social media um and somehow individuals need to I don't know. They have to understand that individuals put things out there to get attention and to get a rise. And it's not necessarily meaning that you need to take it as fact. And so people just got to be a lot stronger minded. Just watch the social dilemma again. (laughs) And understand that it's entertainment. What you got, Herm? I know because I know firsthand what Larry's talking about, and I know firsthand that it's fake because I ain't got no money, but I got a fine woman. So (laughs) no, it can't be true. You know what I mean? I must be the exception. You got (laughs) money, you just don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) but I agree. You know what I mean? And I and I always wonder. I always wonder. Do uh, what other coaches? What kind of conversations they have about it? Like if I if I run up into the uh, white people's group, are they talking? To, you know, having these battles, these clashes. Yes. 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 I don't believe Koreans are doing that, or anybody else is doing that. But for some reason, it's always black folks clashing with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like what what is what is driving that? And I believe I believe it's man. But everything else is the media. You know what I mean? The media, you know, <laughs> the media has us have us at odds all the time. You know what I'm saying? People like Kevin Samuels, right? Although I agree with some of the stuff that he say, not the stuff that he say, I like the way that he gives it to the men and the women, right? He talks to the men and puts them in their place, talks to the women, puts them in their place through his perspective. But the problem is with Kevin Samuels is he's it's men that he's not talking to trying to follow him you know what i mean like he's talking to these rich dudes you know what i mean you broke dog you know what i mean he's not he's not he's not speaking for you. you know what i mean but you like the way he speaks to women so that's why you follow him See? you know me and my lady was talking about that like you, you that's the reason why you're not really following what he's saying you just like the way he degrades women so that's why you follow him because you broke just like the dude he just talked about if yep. you think about it, and you know, and you said something too, Herm, that 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 really yeah. uh, just wait, there's gonna be something that's gonna come out about him too. 
right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna be he gonna be in debt or something. It, it, look, it's already stuff like people are already starting stuff. But it was one thing you said, man. I wanted to speak on too, and um, I think it's important. Even though we're not in those, we're not in the rooms with those other cultures having the conversations. I would go so far as to think that they don't put this much energy in those conversations because they're building, they're busy building. You dig? Oh. We're busy breaking down. They building shit. You dig what I'm saying? They're building their families. They're building legacies. They know the true meaning of nepotism. You understand? And so that's where we, well, that, that, that's, that's where we fall short. And that's why we're so far behind. Now we're coming up. Don't get it twisted. We are coming up, right? The sisters coming up, the brothers coming up, like the heart, the, 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 the highest rate of graduates, right? In history, right? And it's going up. The trajectory is going up, but we still placate to mess. You dig? And so when you talk about other cultures, they got other things culturally that they want to build. We are just, it, it almost seems as though we're just becoming conscious to our greatness, where you have these other cultures already know, right? They, they got more of a connection to theirs. And obviously by our situation, we don't have that, but we have all these other distractions that's causing us to waste time mm-hmm. <laughs> and not to focus on, well, you know what, look, how do I get this household over here plus mine and this one, put it together so that we can build a community store? Right, mm-hmm. a grocery store. So we're not having that. What we're doing is, how can I get this Lexus so this person see I'm balling? I can I can be the hottest thing on the block. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So our priorities is jacked up. You know, or or or, or perpetual advancing stereotypes about each other that are totally wrong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that, that's I hate that. Yeah, don't put people don't put people in a group just because you had a bad experience mm-hmm. with somebody. You know what I mean? That was that individual person. That's not a whole group of people. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Well, look, y'all, look, we're getting ready to uh, wrap this on up, but I want to get the floor back to uh, Miss Crystal for being on. You got any final words, ma'am, as far, especially shouting out the layer one more time. What you got going on? Uh-oh, you're muted. Are you muted? <laughs> oh, there you go. No, I'm not muted. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay. Uh, first of all, um, I, I want to take the opportunity to take to thank Seth, um, Larry, Herm, Will. I see you out there uh, dropping gold. Um, definitely appreciate my brothers that are in the den. Excited to be a part of the Pride Network. Um, just excited to be here so much. I know the time is, is clicking. Thank you for having me. Um, check out the Lioness's Lair, April 15th. We're going to have a versus the lair and the den. You don't want to miss it. Check us out. My, It's been great. I appreciate all the love and the comments. I'm just excited to be here. So thank you. <laughs> right on, right on. Hey, Larry, you got a final word, brother? Yeah, the final word is it's good to have you on, Mrs. This is my first time meeting you, and I can't wait for us to have that versus because I think that's a much-needed conversation. To my line stand brothers, y'all kind of know how I feel about y'all stuff, man. Happy belated birthday yet again. Happy birthday to your daughter, Herm. And then just uh, let's keep doing what we're doing, man. Getting this message out and getting shaking up the thought process. We we really do need to wake up, do our research, and get more educated. I don't mean academically. I'm just talking about being educated on who we are and what we're trying to do as a community and as an individual. 
Absolutely. Big Herm, what you got, bro? Hey, first things first, shout out to Crystal. You know what I mean? It's been a been a while, been a minute. We've been trying to get you on here. You know what I mean? It's always good to see you again. Thank you for coming on. Can't wait to whoop y'all in verses. Uh, <laughs> put, it, put it there, you know what I mean? But uh, this show, this show, I hope what people was listening to is we have a lot of work to do. You know what I mean? There's still things going on to watch somebody get put pinned down inside of a military uniform screaming that this is effed up. I can only imagine how he was feeling, you know what I mean? In uniform and that is happening to him. You know what I'm saying? One thing I want to leave with everybody is look, we got work to do as a nation. And I, I don't know, you know, I don't know the direct answer how we can, you know, how do we solve this besides keep continuing these conversations, hold the people that do these things accountable and don't stop until they're held accountable. Just getting fired ain't enough. You know what I mean? They need to be held accountable for what they did. So uh, shout out to everybody that's watching. Bill, I see you. You know, Shirley, my ho- my hometown people. I see y'all. You know, thank y'all. And my uh, my mother-in-law watching tonight. Thank you, guys. All right. All right. And look, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, make sure you log in to the Lions then i'm not lions then the lions pride network sorry i'm still kind of jet lag right look make sure y'all y'all log in and and check it out and also too don't forget go to lions pride 21 give us a review how do you feel about this show is there things that we can improve do you feel encouraged do you feel like you're ready to go out and conquer the world because you got a pride behind you you did hey you're not alone you're not alone we do appreciate y'all Follow us. Make sure you hit us up, and we're going to see y'all again next week. Look at Chris. He, look, he late to the party. <laughs> hey, y'all be good, y'all. Hey, y'all take care of each other, seriously. All right? We love y'all. One. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.